Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duke of Hobbies. How are we doing tonight, Nick? Doing well, Jake. I'm doing really well. Good to hear. Yeah, I'm, uh, I had a pretty funny game last night, uh, even after our uh, playing in the uh, tournament yesterday at the store. I came home. I was like, you know, I'd like to play a little bit more, try to work on the ladder, getting the final prizes for that. And mm-hmm. I'm playing Eternatus. And you know how we talked about Power Plant, how kind of a disruptive it could be. Yeah. Well, I'm playing against a Mewtwo deck, the, the tag team one. And they yeah, start of off. They start off their hold hand. They they go first, and they end up getting three Mewtwo's down on the board, and discarded a ton of other Pokemon right away. Like this is turn one. They went first, and I top deck Power Plant. On on my very first, I put that down. I kind of do what a Turnus does. I just build up a little bit, and yeah. the very next turn, they professors. They detended, they <laughs> then they passed, and then they the next turn after that they professors, they put another detende, so their whole bench is filled now with two Mewtwo's one of the, or yeah two Mewtwo's in the bench, uh, two yeah. detendes something else and then another Mewtwo inactive, and I meanwhile I'm having one of the worst hands ever for Decidui or for um, Eternatus. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then they quit. They just gave me the victory. They couldn't attack yeah, me. Yeah, they were they were really digging for that uh whatever that, uh, stadium, stadium bump. <laughs> yeah, and they must have prized it. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I just I, <laughs> when, after we talked about that and I had that come up, I was laughing so hard at it. I really wish I oh, had that, I was recording that cuz it was it was I mean it was like three or four turns tops that whole game and just a quick quick oh it was funny yeah yeah uh, that's crazy yeah the the Mewtwo player must have uh, not been too happy as you're laughing <laughs> no, not at all not at all uh, how yeah. about yourself yeah. Uh, not too bad work has just been crazy this week um, we've been slow you know this whole year kind of with the whole COVID thing and this week it just all hell broke loose. Ugh. We were we're on twelves all all week this week, um, and I have to work. You know, I had to work today, uh, Friday. Uh, so That's five twelves. Right. It, it was uh, quite a long week. Yeah, but we did manage to get that tournament in uh, last night. Uh, it was fun actually getting to see you out in person again. It's been yes. a while. Yeah, it was a lot um, of fun. Yeah, I was uh I was rocking the the new Senny Scorch list, the greens version with the Magneton. Um, I kind of uh, had that kind of deck in my my head, and then I saw a Towards list online, and I kind of stole it for the most part with a couple tweaks. And my gosh, that deck is explosive. Yeah, yeah, we were we were talking a lot about that the other yesterday. So that was maybe we might have to do a special on that one. Yeah, we might have to revisit uh, Santa Scorch. We'll see what the next, like, we'll see what the next couple weeks brings. But uh, the top five like rankings keep like 
moving quite rapidly, I think. Every week is a little different. Yeah, and you know and, what? Speaking of top five and everything, uh, you know, with Players' Cup going on, you know, do you want to do a little bit of an update here? And we can kind of go down how you, it's going for you and me and also this how it's, the meta has been shaken up. Because I think this is really interesting with uh, with with the way everything's being played out. I think we're seeing this really odd turn of events. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we can go into, you know, the top five, you know, power rankings as of now with the Players' Cup, what we've seen in other online tournaments as well. As far as popularity, I mean, ADP is, I'm looking at these Atlas numbers and it's just reigning supreme. 28% uh, just a couple days ago. Everybody's running ADP. Uh, Not much more to say about that. It's the most consistent deck. It kind of just, you know, the, the ultra creation boss boss win. I've seen it a ton in Players' Cup. I don't know if that surprises you at all. No, no, not at all. I, I run into ADP a lot. And, yeah. you know, we've talked about that plenty of times. You, you have to be, your deck has to be able to handle ADP if you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then next uh, next on the, the list was Eternatus. Again, it, it, its matchup spread is pretty good. It, it can beat ADP fairly reliably. And it can beat... The Senna Scorches and the Mewtwo's and all those, you know, those kind of decks with pretty good regularity. I, I do notice that it's kind of dropping off um, as far as amount of people playing it in uh, in the Players' Cup and just kind of in the, all these tournaments in general. Before they were in like the 20% uh, of being played. Now it's in like the mid-teens. Um, so it, it, it's, it seems to be kind of dropping slightly. Yeah, I don't know I, if you've noticed that. I have, and and I I think it's again like we mentioned, we said it last episode. Yeah, Eternus, although it's a very straightforward deck, you have to be you ha- you can't make mistakes. And I think someone like our, our head professor Zach, he even made a good point. A lot of people just kind of throw down the fill the bench as fast as possible, but you have to be thinking strategically at times, depending upon your mm-hmm. matchup. And that's a lot of mm-hmm. mistakes uh, that uh, Eternatus players will make. They just assume to fill up the bench attack. And yeah, that's pretty much what you're doing, but against the harder, stronger decks out there, like we are seeing with that Senate Scorch build uh, that's being effective. You, you have to be smart against it. Uh, you, yeah, you know, and and so I think maybe a lot of people were just assuming it's sh- so straightforward, but they're learning it's not, and they kind of just fall back to ADP. Another issue I've kind of seen with the with the Eternatus build is early game consistency. Um, a lot of times I've noticed, you know, you want to go first, or even if you go second, there a lot of times you can just break out and not get what you need more so than ADP. So it puts you down, uh, you know, a turn behind. And if you're playing against, you know, one of those other quicker decks, that can basically just be the game right there. Right. Yep. That No, that makes a lot of sense to me. That is something that um, you know, players, uh, <laughs> if you play enough of it, you're going to see it come up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then another one now, there's been count- countless YouTube videos and Twitch streamers to talking about and playing the the Luke Metal Zacian, it's it's destroying in Players Cup in the last probably like six or seven days. It's so disruptive, it's so tanky, and if you're not really ready for it, or if you make misplays, you're just gonna deck out. And a lot of the top players like this because it, it 
this deck kind of goes beyond the, the four to five turn range for the game. And so, you know, the longer the game goes, typically it will favor the better player. The longer the game goes, those, you know, the newer players will make more mistakes throughout the game. I kind of see a big uptick in the Luke Metal Zacian. Such a defensive control deck. I, I enjoy it. I like it a lot. I know one of our locals, Chuck, he's doing real well with it. So he's having seen yeah. some success with it uh, out there. And you know, his experience is he's just had his opponent deck out a few times. And that's a whole bit. That's been a whole tournament uh, win for him. So yeah, yeah. that's imp- very impressive. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, Senescorch, um, you know, with two, three weeks ago, we didn't even consider him top five. Then he kind of snuck in there. And then we kind of moved them into that, that top three range. To me, it might be the best deck in format right now. Um, <laughs> with with the Magneton and Greens, it has a very favorable matchup against ADP. Because um, ADP, you know, like we said, Ultra Creation boss boss. So very consistent early game, this Scorch build. And you don't need bench Pokemon for him to snipe. So basically, the you know, the game plan... Get get your Volcanion out there. Get a Magneton. Get get a Santa Scorch. He um you know you get the the energy XL. Then you scoop up net that Volcanion out of there. You do the Magneton's ability and he's dead. Okay, so he gets a prize, and you just start smashing ADP or what, really whatever's there, and then you just get one backup um, Santa Scorch in the on the bench. And so there's nothing for him to really boss. So you're forcing him to go through two big boys. And ADP doesn't really like going through big boys. He likes to kill those supporters. Yep. And, and that combination right there is something that uh, we'll get into later in this episode is getting away from using the crows and the uh, the supporters that, you know, for draw power uh, that are sitting out on your bench. That's, you know, that's super strong being able to just yeah. avoid that yeah. and that's part of the we're that's again i think that's part of the success that we're seeing with that deck and we mentioned it in senate scorch we knew it was we we were had high hopes for it the first so many builds that you had and i had for it we were like eh but you know, hey the communities yeah. worked really hard a lot of these players a lot of the top players they're they're you know they're this is a lot of thought has gone into this. How do you improve this? And why would it, why is it worth investing in to send scorch too? So it's uh, it's yeah. amazing how far it has come in such a short time period. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I, when we first did the, um, you know, the, the Santa scorch episode and I said, you know, it was a good deck, but it was like meh to play. It wasn't like super fun. And generally I feel that's kind of what welder decks are, but with the whole greens and surge kind of combo, it's really it's really become a very fun deck to play. I've only played a ten or so games now, and we played. I played a game before for our league. Then we had our tournament, and I played five games last night and went four and one. The last game I made a couple of mistakes. It was, you know, long day, um, but it just felt very very good to play that deck. It was fun, almost like an old friend that I've actually never met. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I've never felt that way the first time I played a deck. It, well, it was just, it was, it was enjoyable. Well, we've talked about this for other games that me and you've played. You know, when you're getting into the groove of a game or really diving in, finding your play style is so important to not just for the enjoyment, but also in how you develop as a player. 
so hey maybe this is maybe you're finally you know really diving into your real play style here with this one so yeah maybe we'll see i mean again the these um decks continuously kind of just go up and down in their stock and then that being said like we had intellion last week in in the top five and i i dropped him out completely i i've kind of given up on the idea that intellion vmax is going to be something to be reckoned with at this point um i've really seen an uptick in picarom and hearing a, a lot of top players talk about picarom still being king now i don't know if it's the best deck in format like some of these people are saying, but I do really honestly think it's in the top five right now. Low key. Yep. I, I, I'm full agreement, but I do have to say, I believe it is the Picaron Bolton. It's, it's those two. That's what we're really looking at. Yeah. Um, yeah I, you, you can't discount Raichu Raichu because. No, no, no. But I mean, the, that, da- the, you know, the, the way that deck builds itself now. Yeah, um, is is centered really around those two, but and then Raichu Raichu's, you know, I love a good bench swap into a paralyzed, you know, hundred, you know, hundred and fifty damage, uh, any yeah. day. No, it's it's solid. So yeah, I I would say honestly right now, um, I would say it's probably Senescorch, my personal bias right there, um, <laughs> at at top spot, and then I would say ADP, then probably Luke Metal. Eternatus and then um, Picarom would be my top five right now. Yeah, that's that's an interesting breakdown. I I have to still put it. I, I'm I'm I still believe Eternatus is better, but uh, I think ADP is number one right now personally. Uh, I'm I can't on... I can't argue with uh with your logic. I mean, it is yeah. a solid deck. Right, but I, I, again, they're so close to each other, and I have not personally played. Then played it myself that new Sand Scorch one, but I see you know I saw you play it and I also have played against it. It's very good. But I still think Eternus is actually a little bit better uh, in the long run. I uh, well, you know and I I, I think long term too much sometimes too. But uh, so that's why I, I still put those two at one and two, and then Sand Scorch is a I mean, solid point. solid three. But I'll put Luke Metal four now, hands down, and then mm-hmm. Picaram is five for me. Yeah, I mean there there are some other really solid decks um, that are you know making impact in the meta, and one of them we're going to be talking about today. Yes, yes it is. Uh, so, but before we get to that, let's do a PTCGO code. I got here D G W J G J L W K W B D M. All right. Well, I think we're going to talk about another one of those, uh, you know, fringe decks. Uh, still pretty, pretty relevant in the meta. Uh, Decidueye goons. Yes, I've been waiting to do this episode for a while now. Yes. Yeah, so you, you have been the play tester this week. I have not played, played it myself. I've played against it a fair amount, but um, I want to hear your take on it since you are the uh, the pilot of this deck out of the two of us all right so first things first i want to talk about i have a really good record with it and that's not the brag the reason why i want to bring that up is just the fact that i'm not going to really recommend this deck right now 
Okay. Okay, and that okay, right? I've played over 122 games with this. I I, I have 122 games recorded on my uh, spreadsheet, and but and I know I've played a lot more. And there's tons of games that I didn't even really count because they would quit real quick. Um, yeah, they but, see they see just uh, they see uh, Rowlet out there and they're like peace. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ladder ladder games are so hard to count right now with this deck because they give such a false indication. Um, and I I tried to limit and these are a lot of these are just events and players cup matchups too. Uh, but I have okay. a I have a very good record for it. Um, you know. Against you though, I, I I lose to you with it though, and and like I remember our one of our games that we played that was the first loss I had with it. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I was like twenty six and zero at that point with this deck. Um, and you're not suggesting people to play it if you're twenty six and zero. Right, I'm eighty seven and thirty five with this deck, and here's the main reason, and it and it is all over the place and we started talking about this rise of this certain deck in the meta right well fire Mm -hmm. fire wrecks this deck faster than anything i don't know how many times i've lost now in an event and i actually i know five times i've gotten second place in the players cup have rallied out first because that's what i'm stuck with doing like i'll have either a goon that I'm, i'm gonna play down or i might brick and not be able to get a another Pokemon on, out on the bench or another Rallet. Like I got to get that. I, yeah. I got to get that Decidueye train started. Um, I ideally the Decidueye train, uh, but fire will come in welder up heat train or, or welder up Vol- uh, Volcania and boom, mm-hmm. hit me for 50. Well, that's enough either way. And it's double and off goes uh, my Rallet or that's the game. And like, I've lost the Heatran being put out there right away. They just GX attack because they just, and yep. I, it's just, it's one of those things. I have 15 losses with this. I've only beaten fire twice and that's all because they bricked. Um, well, on, on let me own. ask you this though. I, I went, my experience playing against it, um, with fire or not fire, I see that they have the weakness guard energy in there. Do you include any copies of weakness guard energy? Yeah, uh, I have two copies of it, so I, I include it. And mm-hmm. but this deck is <sighs> the rundown of this deck and the way you have to use it. You can be energy starving also. So you, okay. you, we're That's talking a, we're talking about a manual attach deck right now, and the with your Pokemon out there, fortunately, you know, you can mix and match because you, at least for Decidueye and the goons, they need one of their types. So one grass or one dark. Um, and then the other one can be anything. So that's why it's wonderful. You can get that weakness, uh, guard out there and that helps a lot, but you're against fire. You're not going to be fast enough. You're just, it's just, it's so, it's such a battle to beat fire right now. And even if they, mm-hmm. even if you like have a few rallets on the bench and you put one down with the weakness guard, well, they, that's the one they'll go for. They'll boss us up and take it out. Cause it's only 50 health and they can, and fire's pretty yeah. good at doing enough damage already. Um, yeah, for sure. So now let me ask you this. Okay. You go on. No, go ahead. No, now I haven't seen a lot of this, but I've seen it like once or twice. Um, the Rowlet Alolan Executor GX. Is that in your deck? Is that something that you considered? 
no um, to like get some rallets on the bench um do do his uh evolution uh move and then even if you lose him now you have two decidualize um on the bench and healthy like, yeah so this is that is a different version i i'd say that is a true grass deck for yes the decidualize style and i don't like that one personally um and okay. i and adp loves that version which is why you don't see that version in the players cup anywhere because adp yeah, that makes sense yep it's it's a quick four cards right there and then they only have to take out one more and even if you get two decidualize out there there's you know adp they have like a derulodon they have something to prepare against you typically um and i rather have a, a crowbat at least one crowbat in my deck and that's only three prizes and that will help me you know longer that helps that helps me anytime any in any matchup more it's harder to get the executor out of the active spot because you now have to probably run a lot a few more switches in there and so i i tend i don't like it i think it's actually as fast as it is to get the situation going you're still just kind of throwing away this pokemon completely and they will take advantage of it thoroughly yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Uh, my assumption was, you know, I guess this was a, an early on assumption where they don't have anything to deal with those decision-wise. So even if you lose four prizes, it's not a very big deal. Um, but again, metas changed pretty rapidly and uh, they have the techs in there to take decision out most of the time. Right, right. They, they, they're, every deck uh, now has some sort of, you know, response to this deck. Um, yeah, I, I put it, th- so fire is still the worst for it. And like, we're seeing this rise in Senny Scorch, Decidueye doesn't like it. Um, and, and what also makes it tough is with the Obstagoons, typically against fire, I actually will build Obstagoon up instead. But with Senny Scorch, it's a VMAX and Obstagoon's obstruct ability is worthless against him then. And yeah. you're, you're, you're just kind of out of luck there because you've maybe invested in Obstagoon, and then all of a sudden, well, it evolved, and it's, it, you know, too bad. Um, but yeah, fire is its biggest weakness. Second weakness is metal. Okay. Yeah. All right. It is, it is such a tough fight. Metal goggles are out there. You know, you're just, you don't do enough damage. You can have your Decidueye. I've, I've had literally sit one decidueye in the active spot no one in the bench at all because i was able to quick uh scoop up net kind of get it set up that way and all yeah. you're waiting for now is that luke metal deck to find the bronzong put a you know and get the energy and then they'll bring it up and then you hit and you're only hitting for 30 at that point to it and i got 130 health you're, and you're confused mm-hmm. so there's a chance that your next attack won't even go through and, you know, it is, it is so hard to beat that deck. I've only beat it one time. Another 11 losses out of it. It is, it is so it's so difficult to beat for Decidueye. And like, that's, again, that is why we're, we're starting to see the meta shift towards these two decks, which is why I'm not recommending this deck. I actually, mm-hmm. I like this deck so much. It has a lot of strategy. It has this weird control element to it. And... That is 
part of the appeal of it for me. Unfortunately, um, you know, these, those two archetypes just, just wreck it. And, you know, I, I, you know, it, it's kind of, it's a little of a shame, but who knows? Again, the meta might shift and they might go away, but, you know, like keep this in the back burner right now. Uh, for Yeah, know, for people black. will forget about it at some point and then not have those texts and then it can come back and, with the vengeance. Yeah, how about we do a quick breakdown of the deck that I play and some of the, you know, what, what I think is necessary for this Decidigoon deck. All right, so first... First, okay. first and foremost, I think right here is pretty obvious. You got, you're gonna run two four-one-four lines here for both Decidueye and the Goons, uh, and that's super helpful. You know, that's that that is the fastest way, and you're running all four evolutions incense, all four Pokemon communications, and four rare candies. So right? that sounds rather. Like a lot of cards to to play it's for half the matchups, you're not going to use one or the other. Right. Um, right. Have you considered dropping down so you're not so heavy to the four one four? Maybe something. Well, I a little would... less so you can get some more energies or some more consistency cards in there. Yeah. So the ones that you're gonna you, you'll probably sacrifice more is the goons. Okay. You can definitely cut down on that, but you can't. You can't cut down on your your rallets and your deciduous at all. If you're doing that, you know that that is the main strength of this deck, that ability, the deep force camo, and being able to trigger that uh, and getting that. If you can get two, typically, especially against ADP, if you can get two on the uh, ready to go, deciduous ready to go, it's game over. And two attorneys against attorneys, it's just it's over. They typically the my opponent just quits as soon as i get to the mm -hmm. so you can't sacrifice on that because i did do i have some playtest games where i were, was running like a three one line a three a three one three line or even like a two uh two two four which was okay. a, you know kind of a, just kind of varying it up and i've bricked i've you know i just don't get the rallet or i don't get one of the ones that i need so uh going all in you know, you know, the main strategy there, you have to have max out for your decidueye side, the goon side. Yeah, you can you can alleviate you could take some some out there. You can maybe even take out the Lanoon. Uh, but uh, I, I like the four goons still just because I've seen a lot of success with that. I will switch out run in four and go three of the obstagoons. But that for 40 damage is pretty strong along along mm -hmm. with the snipe. And then I'm also running four quick ups, uh, scoop up nets. Uh, I will say this, though. The I am I'm in this constant battle with this deck of do I run anything more than single prizers? And I have lost. I have a winning a solid record against ADP, uh, but I have three losses with it. And it's all because I would lose uh, my support my crowbats you know bosses out there. yeah yeah and or my dedendes and that's kind of like uh but i've seen so much success literally just with three jirachis in there yeah, jirachi is still super solid and especially if you're playing four switch four scoop up nets um jirachi kind of is i think the play to make at that point right i i run typically just a two switch a two a two switch and two bird keeper 
and 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 since you're this is a manual attach deck you know you have to get that energy and you gotta have some sort of draw power at all and so those two bird keepers they're you know they're not ideal to play all the time but they have a nice little bonus with it because you're getting the, you're switching you're getting your three cards and i've used i've knocked out with rallet uh bench pokemons with that way I've actually just, you know, like, uh, you know, I've gone for the bench and I'll sacrifice a rallet if I have two going already and throw it up there and do quick 60 damage. And that might win me mm-hmm. the game. And, uh, you know, so that's why it's nice and it catches a lot of people off guard because they'll even intentionally switch out, maybe try to like Malawana heal or, you know, just delay the, the inevitable uh, at times. And then this could be the finishing blow. So uh, that's that's kind of why I run that kind of two-two line there. Uh, we're only talking ten energy in total here. Uh, I have I lean kind of an even, but you know the two uh, weakness guards and uh, about three uh, dark and then five uh, grass energies in there. Uh, but okay. Now I have I have two fun cards that I like to use in this deck. Um, I run. Now I started running one Truffle Field Stadium. It just helps me recover if I'm behind. Mm. And okay. Gets, yeah, it gets rid of the stadium, so that really helpful to get the decidualize going. Uh, but I do run one Spike Myth, and that has won me personally. And I I kept a note of this. It has won me personally five games. And that, if a lot of people are unaware, Spike Myth uh, Stadium, whenever a player's active Pokemon moves to the bench during their turn, put two damage counters on that Pokemon. I will self-take that damage anytime. Like my Jirachis, I've gotten them up to 60 damage just from yeah. Spike Myth before because I switched, uh, you know, used the Switch or a Bird Keeper. I'm okay with it. Um, or even my Goons, they've taken the damage. But a lot of people will forget, or against ADP, or if there's Zashians with air balloons, or the Dendes with air balloons, they, you know, you see that switch, and then they take the 20, and they're like, oh, jeez, you know, you just see that heartbreak emoji pop up, like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, and then, then I'm probably following up with uh, snipe damage anyway, so it just helps me accelerate that. Uh, the other one has been Erica's Hospitality. Uh, and again, this deck suffers from draw power, uh, especially if you're not running any crows or dedendes. Uh, so I use this because, you know, as much as I, I do run professor's research, but I need to keep some of the, I got to keep those rare candies. Uh, and this has been kind of my response to that. And it's a great counter to, uh, Turnitus. So if they got the mm-hmm. whole bench filled, all of a sudden you're getting nine cards. And, you know, that could change the game completely. And it has. Yeah, that could be huge. Yep. And and even ADP, too. You, you, you play this, you know, you're at four cards. And remember, you can play this when you actually have five in your hand because you're playing this and therefore you have four. So, you know, don't forget that. Um, and then all of a sudden your hand is refilled without losing anything. And that has been super powerful for me. Uh, I used it last night at the tournament and, you know, <laughs> it helped me in my draw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that game. Is that the is that the tie game that you were talking about? Yes. The tie. <laughs> first round one uh, against Altaria, uh, the new Champions Path Altaria. 
but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, which I don't run in my my Decidueye deck. I personally, yeah. well, I don't have it in real life, and I don't like it uh, at all. Yeah, I, I don't. I I think it would be counterproductive to have both Alteria and um, Decidueye. Well, I've seen I've seen the argument of you run both of them because one can be your early game and then Decidueye is your late game, and I get that. But you know, it's just it's just not enough for me to justify. I rather get the goon going, that train going, and then either picking them off. Because remember, if you get the uh, obstagoon, uh, the obstagoon out there, it's another thirty damage, and so that can be a finishing yeah. blow. Uh, or more importantly, if you're facing other single prizes, that just helps helps guarantee a win, uh, especially against Mad Party. You know, to be able to take that bench out. Oh yeah. Uh, which is really key for that matchup for me. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so my question is, like, as far as all those top five and, um, you know, beyond that, we're, you're saying ADP is a solid matchup? Mm-hmm. Solid every time. Like I said, I only lose because of the, the – it, it's able to bosses enough out there uh, with the Crobats or – even the Jirachis, that's why you, you, you got to be very cautious when you're playing ADP. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I've even I've leaned the deck down to only really one Crobat, or sometimes none now, um, completely. And that's been very helpful. And you know, there's been many times, like I said, in the latter, it's just they flip, they quit, and that's game. Um, yeah. So, uh, and if you can get, you, you can guarantee a win against... ADP and Eternatus. If you have two or three Decidueyes out there, that's just yeah. it, it's just impossible to beat at that point. They will probably kill one or two, but because you got the three, you're doing enough damage. You're 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 able to hold the board, and they're only taking you know against ADP. Yes, that might be two uh, prizes for each of them, but they probably have not gotten the, the last two prizes and at all with the altered creation. I've actually seen one mm-hmm. of one of my opponents not even try to alter creation against me. They just tried to beat beat yeah, up the route. Yeah. I I think they have to pivot and and realize quickly they need to knock that out um, right. for them to have a chance. Like the prize trade isn't really as important as just knocking out that rallet before it turns into a decidueye. Right. I've had a couple losses with the, the new Eternatus Poison that's kind of being out there right now, but that was just because I was learning how to play against it. Uh, okay. Yeah, and now I've kind of figured that out with it, and essentially I've scooped up my Decidueyes. And, and started over. And started over. Uh, oh, wow. and, and I've been able to do that because I run the basic rod now, and that allows me to recover my energies that I'm losing. Yeah. So um okay yeah so so again so you're saying eternatus pretty favorable matchup as well because yep that's kind of what i'm getting eternatus eternatus has a better chance okay um because it does not the bench is so full of other pokemon we talked a little bit about like the hoopas um you know they, they, they you can put enough out there there's enough variation uh that Eternatus can has a has a better fighting chance, and if I have my bench full of too many ability driven uh, Pokemon, uh, evil abomination, I'm very scared of. 
And yeah. that that one is, I believe that is the weakness to fighting version. So it's going to take two shots to take it out, while the Assault Gate Hoopa is 90 straight up, but I can take it out right away because that's a weakness yeah. to grass. Uh, so I actually, when you, when you kind of play a turn, I, you know, I will try to actually build one goon too. If I could get a goon a and point. yeah. And because of the obstruct, it's been very helpful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, they might, they might stop trying to accelerate their, the, the rest of their field, you know, the, you know, they, they're trying not to accelerate Eternatuses now because, well, they can't take out the Sidui, so they start accelerating, uh, you know, and putting all the energy on all the other ones, but they're basics. And because they're basics, I can come up and retaliate. Okay, fair point. So then going into the next meta kind of deck, um, Santa Scorcher, you're saying it's just a bad matchup for you? Bad. It, and, it, and it's that early game especially if they welder their Volcania or their Victini um, pretty much right off the bat. I've lost to a Houndoom to start off with. You know, they, they build up the bench with a welder. They put the, uh, the basic uh, attach right onto Houndoom, and he hits you with that one energy, and then you're burned, and it's dead and lost the game. I, I, I Again, yeah. I've that that has been – fire is just so unfavorable to play against, All ver- pretty yeah. much all versions of it. Yeah, plus, I mean, I – Without the weakness guard energy, uh, the Valkners uh, the, the are probably the best single tech for it because it, just, it just needs two energies on itself, spreads energy onto the bench, and you can deal with it. And, and typically I've seen most people play three to four because they're super important for early game against other decks as well. So just having them that amount of them in there, and they're easier to get up and running compared to your decidualize i would i would think yeah yeah and, and again this is that that's this is the problem with stage two I'm, I'm so stage two dependent that if i'm too slow it's game over yeah and i've you know the, like a lot of my losses are because of that i'm just too slow uh and, and you know i you you with the, like i said early on uh when i was using a lot of dendes and crobats you know, that's that was just easy pickings for AD, ADP. So that's why you have yeah. to you have to take it because again we know what we're facing. You know you have to take that into consideration. That's kind of why I'm in the, always in this constant battle switching between the Jirachis and them. Yeah. So another matchup we have not talked about, and I I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I just want to ask it out there because uh, we just said you know this deck is starting to see a resurgence in the meta you know the, the typical pika rom built um how does it do against that uh it's it's such an easy matchup for this deck uh mm-hmm. yeah you, you again it's kind of like just like play, playing against eternatus but they don't really have a response to as deciduous out on the board uh you just yeah they don't, be... they don't have that zapdos of the past where it can just come up there with one energy and like do do some damage i haven't seen uh, I have seen my opponent try to use Tapu Koku, the one that you actually get rid of, it, and yeah, yeah, to yeah. hit me for 130. But you know they're trying to put manually attached to Tapu Koku, and you're like, okay, I'll be, I'll have enough time here. Uh, and then you yeah, know, then they have no shot. Well, maybe they could even just hit with Pikaram, um, and know they not not going to hit you, and then like spread that energy to the Tapu Koku, and then try to be cheeky with that kind of a knockout. Right, and that has been the attempt, and typically, 
again, want to have at least one Decidueye and maybe that uh, that goon ready to go. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, t- typically, Picarom doesn't have any evolved forms as as is right now. So right. You get that Obstagoon out there. I, You're just as pretty effective. sure. Yeah, as long as you don't have too much on the bench, and that you know they do, um, you know their their shenanigans that way. Right. Where I have I have seen a good move before is because obstruct deciduous advantages while it's in the bench, it won't take any damage. Obstruct only works while you're still in the active spot with the with oops, the Yeah, you well, you have to also attack with them. Yeah, you has also have to have attacked. So you could be bosses, and they'll hit you in the bench with yeah. the GX if they can if they'll build it up with Picaron or the, you know I've seen the the, the Cramorant snipe before with a oh, Inteleon. Yeah. They you know they've done that or the Santa Conda decks. They they try to snipe the bench so hard. Um, you know, get it, 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 it. You have to be careful about that. So, you know, this is this is where this this is what I enjoy about it is that mental game of, okay, do I have do I have my bench properly set up? If not, what am I doing wrong? Or, or you know, is it too late? Um, so that's why like the scoop up nets are so critical because I've taken a whole you know a whole a fully evolved stuff off the bench before because there's no point losing it. Um, yeah. you know, just to give them the, the prize. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's, that's a, a very good card. Yeah. The, okay. So the other couple matchups I, I want to talk about real quick, um, mad party. I've lost to it a few times. Mad party, the other single prizers. Okay. Uh, okay. And then, and then, so baby blounce again, that's fire. Just, it wrecks it if you're too far behind, but if you can get the oops, the gun going, it has no shot against you. And that's, I've beaten it one time. I haven't played it a lot, uh, but I beat it mm-hmm. one time because I got Oopsagoon and they couldn't do anything to me for the rest of the game, uh, which was really nice because uh, I had nothing in my bench. The, yeah. yeah. So the other one, though, is uh, Mad Party's kind of a pain. Uh, I've, you know, you, you, you have to be smart. You're going to be playing a lot of goons. And you're not mm-hmm. really relying on Decidueye at that point, too. So it really becomes your goon deck at that point, too. Um, I rely, mm-hmm. you know, I've that's where I'll try to use a bird ke- a bird keeper rallet kill. But yeah. I have to I have to play it right because if I've attacked it with the obstruct, and maybe it might be Poltergeist T, you know, you know who they're going to evolve and goon my obstacle can't handle that. Well, I have to, you know, justify who I'm going for. So the Mad Party player really has to get their synesthesia. They'll they'll forget Bunnel Bay, and they'll try to use that instead. Uh, mm-hmm. So those are fun. Those are those are good games. They're tough, good tough games. But um, I, I've have had a lot of success that way. Okay. Um, any other matchups you want to highlight um, for either being very favorable or just auto loss? Um, the other one is, and I haven't seen it a lot, but is Decidueye versus Decidueye. So, uh, that could be fun. it is, it really is a fun matchup because a lot of other players are currently running a lot of Dedendes or Crobats. So I go for those. That's what I'm going for. Problem is mm-hmm. I run no bosses in this deck in my current build. That and might be a mistake. <laughs> it is. Is but again, I have I'm putting so much towards 
getting the bent the, the the my field built so quickly that that has won me more than using the bosses uh and you That's know so it, it, it it's not an easy call um you know if you're probably going to if you're if if any at any point you can switch out um you know i run two actually sonia's because they're my emergency not just the i'll use it I, okay you can probably get rid of Sonya's to run bosses. There's a good justification for that. But the success I've seen with my Sonya is I've used it to win by pulling two goons and then placing the two goons and then taking out something. And I've just won a whole game from that. Um, that's situational. If you're playing against energy yes. denial, this is your get out of jail free card because this allows you to recover. Like, you know, all, if something, if all your energy is in the discard, you play, you play your basic rod, you pull the two energy back up and then you can start placing again, but you're, you're still going to be a turn or two behind. Um, so yeah. there's, and I've seen more success without trying to bosses than I have with bosses. Fair points. That, that definitely. So okay, so we've gone through all the you know the, the deck breakdowns, um, your pros and cons of what the deck does and how your record has been. Where do you rank this as far as an A, B, C, D, S um, tier deck? I'm gonna put it this: it's a B plus. It's a okay. sol- It's a solid B plus. Uh, Again, it is not an easy deck. It's an easy deck to obtain. It is a uh, if you if you want to have a fun challenging deck to play, this is a great one. But it's not easy. It's not very straightforward. And if you make an early mistake by not or you know, there's basically no recovery in this yes. deck. It's so hard to recover when you're down. A uh, good example of that was last night uh, it, against Eternatus. I lost to Eternatus. Uh, my opponent, Colton, did a really good job. He you know, he took out my Rallis as soon as I got him down on the board. I justified in my head that I have to build up goons instead, and that was a mistake. There was just, there was just no recovering from it. And I, you know, I, I couldn't... Rec- he hit me with one Marnie. That Marnie wrecked me because all of a sudden I went from having a bunch of rallets to my rallets being at the bottom of the deck. Yeah. I couldn't do anything about it. Um, because I, I actually draw, like I, I, I had to hold off putting it to them down, uh, because he just took out one and uh, I had to, I was trying to set up, but it was it, I, I like make his next round not easy who to go for, and it just backfired. Um, but yeah, it, again, if you make a mistake, it's over uh, for yeah, this definitely. deck. So, but if you if you get it going, if you get this, you know, water has pr- pretty much the water decks out there don't stand a chance against it. So uh, I have that's where I see the success of this. I saw a solid B plus. Uh, it's not too bad. I. I can't really give it a, a rating because I have not played it. Um, I've played against it a fair amount. Um, it's either I lose because I just wasn't teching for it, or I know what's going to happen and I just kind of win because it's generally just not as potent as like an offensive hitting 
deck as whatever I'm playing at the moment if I have the text for it. All right. Well, Jake, how about we do another code here real quick? Sounds good. I got J667Y9MYWN6HL. Good luck on that one. Okay, so uh, we've gone over, you know, the the meta breakdown, uh, you know, for the current week. We've done, uh, you know, the Decidueye breakdown, kind of our signature thing. We always break down a specific deck archetype. Um, Let's go over some uh, Players' Cup. Uh, Any updates from last week? We'll start with you, Nick. Yeah, uh, you know, in preparation for this episode, and also I've been playing it, I I took Decidueye out there uh, a few times. Uh, I consistently get that second place with it. I have yet to win with Decidueye in, in the Players' Cup. So, uh, hey, but if you're if you're stacking up uh, second places and getting all those threes, those add up pretty quickly as well. Yep, and, and that's why I can't complain. Uh, but you know, the last two times were kind of uh, frustrating because I came up against fire and, there's, and I lost first turn. Uh, just just nothing I could do about it. Uh, the other, uh, and then I had a really bad. I I tried my Eternatus and bricked out where I. Crow had a started off with a crowbat out there, hit a great ball. Only thing I could get was a crowbat. Put the next crowbat down and drew up and didn't get a single Eternatus um, at all. And then I didn't even get like a Pokemon communication, and it just proceeded oh, wow. to go downhill from there. And my and and I ran into a an energy denial Italian uh, uh, deck, and so they just wrecked me. Yeah, those those matchups can be rough, um, especially if you break out. And that's going back to earlier where we were saying like, Eternatus seems to me kind of be just slowly fading a little bit right now because of that early game consistency. I think sometimes can hurt it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would sound like it goes uh, kind of hand in hand to that. Um, how about you, Jake? How has Players Cup been going for you? Okay, so since last week, I actually haven't. Um, played another game. Um, you know, I start, like I said last week, I started off really hot and I had, I don't have the paper in front of me, but I think I had like 40, 48-ish points after the first 18 to 20 games. And then it kind of wasn't playing very well. I had a couple unlucky losses and and um, then I kind of kept playing and I was getting frustrated and making dumb mistakes. Um and honestly, uh, I just had to take a step back because uh, I was really beating myself up, um, you know, for for poor play and poor poor tournaments. Um, and I, and I know going into the um, players' cup, where you know, take your time, you know, don't don't get discouraged, don't force things. And it, and I kind of went against what I said there. Um, but <laughs> after taking a step back. And and actually uh, seeing how this field is running, there's a lot of top players that are are doing a lot of, you know, basically just having a one one for one ratio of tournaments to to uh, to key or to points. Uh, so I'm still in a decent position. It seems to be, to, uh, you know, eighty is where most people are thinking. Where is like that cut zone? And I'm still in a position where if I play well. 
and you know maybe just win one or two more tournaments that i'll be in that 80 spot at the moment i am at 62 points and it actually if it ended today i would make the cut wow oh well we're all rooting for you here in pittsburgh so (laughs) well i i I appreciate that um yeah i i got a second out Uh, even i'm okay perfectly okay going second uh the whole way and i think i have a chance but um, you know, I'm just, I'm having a good time and I'm learning a lot. I think that's, again, we said that before. It's the most important thing. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's another thing to keep in mind. I know I was down on myself. Don't beat yourself up if you make mistakes or don't make the cut or just don't put extra pressure on yourself. Uh, cause it could definitely mess with your mind. If you let it get to you, just, just go into it with the mindset. You're having fun. It's a game. And let what happens happens. Um, I think I was putting a little too much pressure on myself the last, uh, like two or three days after um, the last tournament I did, uh, and I just you know taking a step back really helps me just kind of refocus and uh, you know, um, and I'm ready to jump back into it in the next uh, coming up into this weekend and hopefully, you know, I do well. Um, and if I don't, I'm gonna try not to you know make the same mistake twice. And just kind of go from there. Solid advice. Solid advice. All right. Well, Jake, I think that's going to about do it for us here today. Definitely. Um, Thanks, guys, again for listening. And uh, see you on the next one. Yep. Catch you then. Thank you again for listening to Triple P. The best way to support us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. You can leave us a comment or question on Twitter at HitPokeyPod or on the Triple P Facebook page. We also stream box openings online and live play at twitch.tv slash dukeofhobbies. There you can earn TCGO codes and more. If you have made or know any Pokemon artists, send us a message and we will feature an artist each episode. Gotta catch them all.